<laughs> in 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. That's the name of the podcast. We are all the way up to album 167. Okay. Bond, James Bond, 167. They killed so many. Uh, and we have an album named After Me During My First Basketball Game in Middle School when nobody told me I couldn't be in the lane for three seconds. Violator by Depeche Mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no good refs call three seconds. I, I'm so telling you, know. you, it was a traumatizing <laughs> thing I had where I kept it's getting called and moment. nobody would tell me what I bet I got called on it easily 25 times in the game and nobody is, told me what, what, what it Neil was. coach, like eighth grade? Or ninth grade? I don't know what he's coaching these days, but only only ninth grade refs call three seconds. You would, and this is how dumb I was growing up. Is the 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 ref was like, "That's three seconds in the lane," and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea what that penalty is." <laughs> like, there's no penalty that is more obvious. I believe than what it's it called is. a foul. Oh well, whatever. You you just name it. Like all the other ones, you're kind of like goaltending. Like that doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? I didn't call it called for that too many times in middle school. Uh, <laughs> listen, has, wait, wait, has anyone on this podcast ever been called for a goaltend? No. God, that'd be some shit, right? That would be that'd even be even like I used to dream about dunking a basketball. Now I'm yeah. gonna dream about goaltending. Like, goaltending, somebody. Like, oh, sorry, it was goaltending. Yeah, uh, yeah. That would be amazing. sorry. I. I fucking jumped too high and I denied you the basketball <laughs> on purpose. Patrick Ewing basketball style. rules. I'm allowed to rip it off the rim. Right. <laughs> That's right. It's live. Once it hits the rim, it's live. Yeah. <laughs> if we can, we have one podcast where we're not talking about FIBA basketball rules, please. Just one time. <laughs> oh, I think the key should be bigger on the bottom. Shut up. <laughs> and other things I know about FIBA basketball. <laughs> You use a few more timeouts, maybe yeah. at the end of the game, right? More the French, smoking in the arenas, quarters, more flares. The French team is like, okay, time to do the drill where guys dunk on us. Let's practice that because it seems to happen an awful lot, according to Rob's childhood. <laughs> and then the game ends uh, where we all hate each other. Let's get into. Let's turn on. You know what? Enough FIBA talk, basketball talk. That's our other podcast, guys. It has no downloads. Nobody wants to listen to it. <laughs> let's. Listen to the radio. Let's turn it the, on the right now. The crazy thing, though, is we've also made it 167 episodes for our FIBA basketball podcast as well, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. As soon as we're done recording one of these, we go talk about FIBA basketball. <laughs> turn it right around every okay. time. I know. I, I change out of the shirt I'm wearing now. I put on my Lithuania Grateful Dead shirt. Yes. We're set. Oh, two Rob, knows, coin. Rob knows two things about FIBA basketball. <laughs> I think that was FIBA. Uh that's like the FIBA basketball sounds like a video game. Like your grandma gets you when she's trying to be nice, but she has no fucking idea what's going on. I got you. I got you a video game. Everybody's talking about FIFA. So I got you FIBA basketball. And you're like, God damn it. I'm going to go throw Doug Collins bronze medal off a bridge somewhere. Oh. <laughs> it's like a penny right around your neck. <laughs> I like that Rob's grandma is related to the Crypt Keeper. Oh, no, don't say that about my grandma. <laughs> my grandma was a saint. Okay. <laughs> Although she did call us little boys and ghouls, which now I'm trying to think that is suspicious. Uh, Interesting. Hmm. Uh, All right, let's turn on the radio. Enough messing around, okay? We are starting, just to let everybody know, here's the deal. We are starting so late, okay? And we're definitely going to do a double tonight. And my dog, my wife is gone, okay? So I have the, I'm I'm, I'm in charge of my house. Nobody tells me what to do. Um, And my dog both is terrified by my voice 
but also cannot be away from me. So he is constantly trying to come in and then be scared and leave and scratch at my kids' doors. They love it. They think it's fun. Let's turn on the radio. K-Rob, K-R-O-B, Matt, you're stuck with us forever. Oh, yeah. I thought the, I thought the scariest episode was last week. No, Matt, you must stay. <laughs> We're going until Matt leaves us. We always want to see you in your Zoom square, sitting downstairs. We're going until Matt leaves us. If you leave, we've got to at least find someone to call the back line. It can't always be rust. Matt, don't groan. Don't leave us alone. Blame Rolling Stone. They made this show up his own. This gets repetitious, but you can't quit this. I wish I knew how to quit Matt, if it's the end, would you be a good friend? I would love this if you tell me first that you quit. So I can do what I want and not make these parody songs. We can't ever quit anyway. Never. We need to hear about Russell's dates. So we're going until Matt leaves us. Yes. When you yes. want to hear about the greatest. Not this week, man. Not today. Not today. But you're just this time. Today. Not here today. today. Tonight is hard. Today, Junior. Imagine leaving before we talk about Depeche Mode, man. That would be terrible. Be horrible. Even look I got to at, at least make it through uh, Wildflowers, right, Russell? At least through Wildflowers. Matt, I believe it's Wallflowers. That did it oh. <laughs> Number 502. Yes. I'm telling you, I got that that out. That song is related to a good friend of mine in high school leaving my school, which to me at the time was a major traumatic event. And so I think of him every time I play that song. Dan Gravdahl. What song? Where are you? Uh, the, whatever the wallflowers. One headlight. Like I'd get misty. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, he's leaving. He's leaving. Little did I know, I don't talk to anybody anymore from high school. Okay, and it's not because of those restraining orders. Did, <laughs> did you guys ever? Did you guys ever move as a kid? Were you ever the new kid at a new school, or no? Were you always like through the uh, same no. system? I fucking beat up those kids. I hated those guys. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! The only the only thing I did is I went to the old Catholic school from like you know preschool through fifth grade, but then all of my friends that I was playing sports with were at the public school, and so I'm like, I just can I please yeah. just go? To, and so I I knew a lot of the p- kids at the public school, but I did change. Uh, in sixth grade from private so lot, public lot, Wait, a lot of dates then? I bet that, like, you must have crushed it that year, right? Um, like, new guy, really. played the sports, like, the ladies must have just been stoked. Oh. No, I mean, there's, there was just, you know. I'm from so Catholic many... school. All I know is how to study my Bible. I would never try to f*** you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Next thing you know, you got it. You know what I mean? Uh, I Here, we are back to the better. We are four guys who are talking about Depeche Mode Violator. Uh, and I, guys, I have to say, I like Depeche Mode a lot more when they had ice cream on top. True. Yeah. Depeche Alamode. My own personal 
Banana splits. Piece of. Wait, what'd you say? Piece of. I, guys, I was going to do DoorDash. Of I, I was pie. talking about. Oh, I guess Alamode. Oh, when I thought of Alamode, I thought of a banana split, but that's Alamode. I mean, that's a hat and a hat. That's ice cream with right, ice cream on top. Peach pie Alamode right there. That's all you need. That's a delicious treat. No, but what about this? Banana split Alamode. Hey, what could this shit it's use on top? There. Some more ice cream. Let's do it. Oh, by the way, banana split, I'm going to say this, F dessert. You always think it's going to be good, and then you get to bananas, and they're too cold, and you're like, nah, don't need this. Could have just had, had a banana split. Rob doesn't like oh, anything messing with his ice cream. <laughs> I've never had a banana split. My grandma loves them, you and never, I've never had one. Stop, stop. I don't know if, stop, I, I don't know if I've stop, had one either. Stop, if I did, it was no. a, a seven or something like that. No, I think please. you had to see, maybe you, maybe you had it when you watched Gremlins, Rob. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, guys. I didn't like banana. I still don't like bananas. I eat them now because it's like, well, if you can choke down a banana, you're going to no. like survive and for I didn't another hit that. Rosie, have you ever seen a weak gorilla? gorilla? No. Have you ever seen a weak gorilla? No, no I've not. That's good. That's bananas. good. No. I like bananas. it. That's a good yeah. thought, man. And that's why I don't wear <laughs> pants so a lot, too. Um, here's what? the thing. <laughs> here's the thing is that I didn't hit that button because Aaron said he doesn't need a banana split. It's because he immediately came back with my grandma loves them. So she like, does. how does your grandma love banana splits and you've never had one? That's so insulting. I, She's probably like, please, Aaron, have a banana split. I'm granny made it for you. <laughs> and then she's like, and then you're like, no, grandma, fuck you. I'm not going to eat that banana split. I'll never eat a banana split. I'll never be like you, granny. I don't know. I just, I know they took her out for 180th birthday, but I live in California, so I wasn't there. So thanks, Rob, for making me feel guilty for living mm. all the way out here when my family took my grandma oh. out for a banana split. Well, you won't even have a banana split with your grandma, so that's something to think about. Hey, Russ, have you ever had a banana split? You know what? I don't know if I've had a banana split, but I, I get banana Christ. split what blizzards. If I were to go to a, a Dairy Queen, oh, I get what? a banana split blizzard, and that no, is what that. Who gets well, that? Like that? That's insane. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing good. It is more normal for you to say you've never had a banana split than you've had multiple banana split blizzards. Nobody. That's They're amazing. One, it's like a banana split in a cup. That's. But you've never had a banana split. You've never. Why had a would you get split. that when you get the blizzard? I'm kind of with Russ. Why here. would you get a banana? There's so many good blizzards that have like chocolate or candy in it, like good shit. Instead, you're getting the banana split. That's insane. Heath, like a Heath blizzard. That's good. Oh my God. So good. And you know what would make that better? A banana split. No. So no. When you order a banana split blizzard, I guarantee the workers inside hit a button and they're like, where the fuck is the banana split stuff? This never, this guy is back again. Okay. He's, Rob, he's coming. Guys, Rob's very judgy about desserts. Yes. Yeah, no, it's, true. it's, it's, it's about wow. ice cream, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I had man. ice cream with churros in it last weekend. What do you think about that, Rob? That's good. I've had that. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. The Ben and Jerry's yeah. with the churros. It's nice. Listen, and if you looked at our Instagram lately, you would think that we're desperate for voicemails. We're not. We got plenty. Okay. Just because I've asked twice now in two days, don't worry about it. Okay. But please call and say if you think it's insane that Aaron has a banana split. Although I will say, Rob ain't too proud to beg. You know why I've had so many banana splits? Because Thursday was banana split night at Old Country Buffet, and I knew that. And so I'd always make my parents take me there on Thursday. I ate at Old Country Buffet, I bet, once every two weeks growing up. I I think my parents were just like, they would just be like, we're going broke. We got to do something with this kid. We didn't do Old Country Buffet. In the Apple Valley, we did Bonanza. You guys have a Bonanza or not? No, I never had. We had had, uh, Golden Corral. It's like, it's like, I wonder how many deep fried shrimp I could eat. Well, time to go to Bonanza. Like you'd have like a million, dream, they'd have all you can eat deep fried shrimp. I would easily have 
150. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, not not even, because you wouldn't have to take off the tails. Now, Rosie doesn't care about that, but you could just start popping them, and it was just no, like. No, you just eat the tails. Actually, he does, because he would like them. the tails. Yeah. Just eat up the tails. Like, oh, just go for it. Don't say that. Don't say that. People are seriously going to stop listening if you keep saying that. <laughs> Why not? Like, what's, what's different about the tail? Like, you're going to eat the rest of it. It's on your plate. Why would they put it on your plate if you can't eat it? What else are you It's like, the tail. It's the tail yeah, of a if, shrimp. Nobody If there was something it. wrong with it, it's been in the same water and through the same whatever curing process they use to clean the thing up. I feel like I'm on Ed TV, okay? And you guys are gaslighting me into thinking that <laughs> it is normal to not have banana splits and eat shrimp tails. And I feel I feel like I'm going insane. And by the way, everybody yes. else brings up Truman Show. I'm bringing up Ed TV because that's how I roll. Nice. Ed TV was good. <laughs> Stop. It was good. That was when they were, they had the bet, right? Where if they made the bet, they had to, like, if it was like, you got to do the dare, they had to do it, but they couldn't tell anybody they were on a dare. Nobody has actually seen Ed TV. Please, we're begging you. Nobody's Wait, seen it. Really? Nobody's seen it? <laughs> you haven't no, seen Robocop and you've seen Ed TV? <laughs> That's fucked. Russell, Russell, pull us out of this nosedive. This this podcast is going in a bad direction already. Shame Go ahead. Viral. You got to do being, introductions, Rob. I'm being mean. Listen, I've got three guys here Alamode, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I've got uh, Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing tonight? To all our listeners tonight, I'm going to take you on a trip and you won't have to move. You just sit still. Now let your mind do the walking and let my body do the talking. Oh, oh yes. yes. And when Russell's body does the talking, it's saying to me, lick my nipple. All right. So I couldn't <laughs> think of, I thought I was going to think of something funny by that time and I didn't. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of funny to me. You know, I, since we are like a, since sure. we are a wrestling podcast, you sounded very much like a ravishing Rick Rude there. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just yeah. wanted to say it. That was very <laughs> to all ravishing. Fast ravishing. Out of shape <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> I would like to show you all what a real podcast host looks like. So please keep the noise down as I take off my robe and show all the Beck, the Beck, what do we call the Beckerheads? Beckerheads. What a real podcast host looks like. I'll tell you what. Keep the noise down. If Ravishing Rick Rude, he would learn such a lesson if he tried to take my wife up on stage and kiss her because I would be jacking off in my seat because that's what I'm into. You would not see that coming. Well, double oh, entendre. Yeah. Listen to the next episode to hear a fun double song about that. Double entendre. Double entendre. Double up on you. Uh, I've got uh, Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Good. Rob, I will deliver. You know I'm a forgiver, Rob. You know oh. I will deliver. Wow. You know I'm a forgiver. Wow. Matt, and can you forgive me, but I'm begging you, can you move your camera down like half? Oh, I can see no. like the top half of your face. It's very I know. I can hide back. I, no, 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 no. I want to see your whole. I don't know what's going on down here. I want to see your whole ravishing Rick Rude body that you have. Right <laughs> I'm just going to keep hiding. I'm just going to hide like this. No, me. no, no. Aaron <laughs> put his egg-shaped head close and I'm not freaking out. Listen, How am I doing, Rob? And I've got Aaron out in California. Now, Aaron, he had a business where he was trying to mate chickens, but he realized he made a mistake. He bought all female chickens and now he can barely make hens meet. Yeah. Oh, hens meats? Hens meats. It's hard out here in the coop. Uh, Rob, you look nice in that blue dress you're wearing. Let's talk about Depeche Mode. <laughs> Thank you very much. And listen, I was supposed to read this earlier, so I'm going to edit this in. I got three guys who were excited because we thought we were going to watch my cousin Vinny. <laughs> they thought this that was is a Joe, good movie. Joe Depeche Mode. <clears throat> so I, had a roommate, I had a roommate in college, Jake. Most people, I'm a lot of guys know who Jake is. And he, he had a brother that was older who was huge... Depeche Mode fan, and he swore that it was Depeche Mode. That's Wouldn't how you there say be it. another accent? And I so for for a long for a long time, 
because this guy was older and was cooler and everybody, you know, I just, I thought it was Depeche mode, but yeah, you know, I think he's nuts. I think he's completely hey, nuts. So you yeah. Utes go find a personal Jesus. That's Joe Depeche. Well, did anybody do any research? Do we know where their name came from? Nope. Aaron, we promised to do almost no. Do research. I need to restart the podcast? Cause I will. I'll do it right now. <laughs> promise to do no research. And I got a great banana split bit coming up. Uh, listen, let's get into the voicemail. And today we have a special treat. We don't have a voicemail. Oh. We're playing a game. Oh, we don't. Oh, we really don't have voicemail. Oh. We are hard up for voicemail. I got, yeah, I got clothes hanging up right here. Check it out. So we're going to play our favorite game, Aaron or Oh, Aaron, yeah. move the camera to show us his clothes drying. Aaron, can you do that again? Sure. Yeah, I got. Well, there's. I mean, my my wife's undies are up here. So that's what I was going to say. It's all panties yeah, up there, You're and he's not like still hanging clothes. Are yeah. you? Yeah. Well, yes. Some clothes last longer if you don't dry them. Very true. Yeah. That is so oh, wild. To keep me. that heat away from him. Why yeah. do all your wife's underwear have price tags on them for eBay? <laughs> now I got to edit that out. I wanted to make it sound like you did it, but it sounds like she does it. Sorry about that. Uh, listen, we are going to play Aaron and Air Out, where we are going to ask questions of Aaron, and he's going to tell us the truth. Now, my first question was, have you ever had a banana split? So truth. that we're all going to lose that because that's an insane thing that you've never had a banana split. But let's get started right now, Aaron. For Aaron and Air Out, our first question. Okay, and please don't answer this, Aaron. Yeah. Russell and Matt. never. Do you think Aaron could tell us right now the number to the backline? Could Aaron right now tell us the number to the backline? Okay, Russell, uh, what do you think? Yes. Does he have to lo- know the last four numbers? Or he can has he spell to know the last four numbers. He has. Then no, to. no chance. <laughs> he he cannot just say the four letter word. Uh, what? Okay. When I was at when I was at the winery trying to call the backline a few weeks ago, I had to stare at my phone to figure it out for about five minutes. Oh my god. I solved that problem by never calling the back line. I never will. Okay. Matt, what do you think? Will he know the digits to the back line? I think he definitely does. He used to, he used to be a texter back in, you know, when he had his long T9. hair. And, yeah, the T9 texting. Know. Yep, he knew all of it. But so, here's sure. what I think. I don't even think he knows the first three numbers. I don't think he could tell us the first three numbers of the back line. Like what area code it is. I bet the he area doesn't code? know. All right. Okay. We're ready. So, I think he's and I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask Matt and Russ if they know because I'll get too depressed with the answer. But Aaron, tell us. Well, if the you want to know if I know the, the number to the backline, you can text yes to eight zero two two seven seven back. That's eight zero two two seven seven back. Eight zero two two seven seven two three two seven. No, it's two three two nine. Two three two five. You were correct. Good job, Russell. That part is hard. You I knew was so it. close though. I was two, so three, close. Two five. Oh, that's sad to see, Aaron, that you did not know that. Oh, can, can, last part. can you imagine the person who has the number that Aaron said when people have been fucking it up and leaving all these voicemails over the last week about UFO porno? Oh, <laughs> UFO <There's>, porno. <laughs> I, don't I, think, UFO porno. <laughs> I don't think UFO porno has come out yet, has it, in our world? Yeah, I can't remember. But, it, but in the world where this podcast is released, it has. <sighs> Guys, I'm in the... This is like Marty McFly. I want to make out with my mom. Yeah, I don't understand the timing, but... Didn't get a laugh. Already too late for this podcast. Not great. Not a great start. Okay, I'm going to ignore this next question about whether Aaron would laugh at me making out with my mom. Now, I think I've asked this question before, so tell me if I have. 
But the next question is, has Aaron ever gone skinny dipping? Do you think Aaron has ever gone skinny dipping? Okay, let's picture that right now. He's on the wrestling oh, stage. Yeah. He's got my wife up there. Look. He's kissing her. Okay, Russell, what do you think? I'm going to say yes. Aaron worked at a marina, I believe, in high school or college. So I feel like if you work at a marina, that's like the type of thing that you and some of the coworkers do at some point. I also think Aaron's kind of a, a free-living guy. It wouldn't surprise me if him and his wife have done something like that at some point oh. in their lives. Oof. Oof, I'll be right back. Now, I will say this, too. We know, we know Aaron has a huge hog, and I think that makes it easier to go skinny dipping. That's It's more of a risk for fish and all that, right? It, well, yeah, but see, like me, like when, when, you, when it looks like a bird's nest like mine, it, you, you can just go, like, and you get out of the pool, the lake, and somebody sees that. Humiliating. It's going to change your life. You it kind, it kind of depends, that. too. Like, are you just getting back up ashore, or do you got to push yourself up on a dock? Because that's when it really oh, that's pushing yourself. That's bad. Or maybe, effort. or maybe yeah. you're my dad. Like I said that one time where we were swimming together, and he took off my swimsuit underwater and threw it onto the middle of the dock in front of the whole family. So I had to get up and get it. Uh, and I was about, uh, I think, 17 years old at the time. So it wasn't it wasn't what you're thinking. So and then the disco ball is shining down on you as you had to get up and <laughs> put your suit back on. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? Has Aaron skinny dipped? Well, besides having the huge hog, he's got a bunch of cool tattoos. So he's definitely showed those things off to the marina gals and anybody wow. else. So for sure. Aaron, I'm going to say... I'm going to say no. It seems like Aaron, and I know that when he did work at the marina, I know that he had pierced nipples as well. So I know that fish would like to bite those. Okay. So I would think that would limit your skinny diet, skinny dipping. Aaron, were you ever skinny dipping? Uh, Russell's correct. I, I mean, you guys are too kind. I don't think there was any huge hug uh, showing off going on. But yeah, I did. I did go skinny dipping sometimes after work at the, at the marina. So it's true. Well, okay. Wait a minute. I did Wait also once, if I could tell a story, I, I once, uh, I ran out of gas. Uh, my, one of my jobs at the marina was to, to drive people out to their docks or uh, houseboats. But one time I drove out to a dock mm-hmm. and got out there and realized that I was out of gas. And it was dark. And I had a pocket full of $1 bills because I was getting tips that night. And I had to swim in the dark from the dock where I parked my boat back to a different dock where there were other boats that had gas in them so that I could get out and go pick up the people that I had run out of gas trying to go pick up earlier. Also pre-cell phone probably at this point too. It was. Yeah, it would have been the Can you imagine like 90s. Rob, Matt, Aaron, ask your kids like, can they imagine a pre-cell phone world? That's got to be wild, right? right? Yeah, it's like when Russell, Russell was the last holdout on a cell phone and he got separated from everybody in downtown St. Paul after the Frozen Five. And he was lost in the wilderness of the Never again. frozen tundra and yeah. didn't have a cell phone to call anybody. Rob, how long when you think when you got your first cell phone, how many hours before you were looking at adult content? Oh, I can tell you, here's a better story. I don't remember the cell phone, but I absolutely remember when I got a laptop. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> what was the first thing you put in? I, I, I immediately, like, and we lived with somebody in Warroad, and I immediately went to the bathroom and jacked off with my laptop. <laughs> and it, and oh it wasn't like God. fun. It wasn't because I needed to. I didn't have to get a hot nut out or anything, but it was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I can do this. And it like, it was like the clouds parted and like angels were singing. You know what I mean? Like, here's me. I've got my Dell laptop, right? The, I've set up wireless, which at the time you forget wireless was kind of a big deal too. It was awesome, yeah. You're and, in War Road, Minnesota, sexiest city in the world. Yeah, and all of a sudden I'm just like, 
I can <laughs> I can do this anywhere. I don't have to wait till nobody's home, so I have to be in the computer room. I don't have to hope that nobody walks in on me while I'm watching Total Request Live, or oh. that Carson Daly doesn't come on oh. the screen in the middle oh. of a video I'm trying to watch. Oh. That would have been a bummer. And here I am, mobile. You know what I mean? I can go anywhere. <laughs> Change my life. It's so great. Uh, all right. So, and I would like to point out, Aaron started that by saying, I would often skinny dip after work. He's the only person who I've ever heard say that sentence, and I have a feeling ever will say that sentence. Okay, very few of us are going right from work to skinny dipping. Straight, yeah, straight to it. Ha okay, next up. Okay, the next question, last one. You guys love this game. I know you do. Okay, and it doesn't portend any kind of issues we're having with our callers or whatever. Has Aaron is a good word. ever had... When you say that, it makes me sound dumb. I use a lot of great words. Okay? I'm smart. Agree. <laughs> mm. Has Aaron ever had a fake ID? Has Aaron ever had a fake ID? Now, you look at Aaron on the surface. Okay? He's a law-abiding citizen. All right? Oh, God. He is a good guy. All right? He would never show us his wife's underwear on the Zoom to get a laugh. All right? Would Aaron have a fake ID? Russell, what do you think? Does he have to have his own, or can he use somebody? Can he use one like a group one? Mm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say he has to have his Aaron, own in a wallet. I'm gonna say Aaron did not have his own, but I I believe he used one at uh, Drake when we were there. I believe Aaron has definitely used a fake ID. Wow! At the Drake relays? It was not the Drake relays. It was some other event where one of our buddies was hitting on one of Aaron's. Nobody, nobody's taking a fake ID to the Drake relays. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Hey, you must be this old to watch the high jump or whatever. Yeah. They do. I don't know. Got to be 21 to watch those four laps. Around yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Aaron has used one. I don't think he had one, but he used one. Matt, Russ, tell us that. When, when, when did you see him use a fake ID when his buddies were what? We went. We went to. We went to Drake. Actually, we, we did a. We did a road trip. We were going to do a, go to Kansas State sophomore or sophomore or junior year, and we decided last minute that was way too far to drive to Manhattan, Kansas. Mm -hmm. So instead, in we went to some like, small town, Iowa. We went to some. I don't even Central College or somewhere. We saw Central place St. Norbert's. Oh we were God. we were like one of it was twenty below zero. We were like one so of twenty cold. fans in the stands, and then we went to Drake. And we definitely went in a bar, and people were using the same ID to go in and out. So I think he's used one. Wow. And then one of our buddies, the guy who had the knife, started hitting on Aaron's friend's girlfriend while we were there. Nice. Always a classy move. Never is yeah. going to go wrong. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Aaron has had a fake ID, yes or no? For sure. I am going to say no. I don't think Aaron has ever had a big ID. I think Aaron would be too scared to get an ID. He doesn't want to deal with the issue. And that's not something I'm projecting from my it's own like life. It's like a choir kid, like, okay. uh, you know, yeah. something you're projecting well, at him because he's a choir kid. Up until, up until sophomore year, then he wasn't a choir kid anymore, if you recall. Aaron, <laughs> tell us, did you have a fake ID? Russell and Matt are correct. I never had one of my own that had my own name on it, but I did use a, a, a communal fake ID uh, at Drake University. I think all of my Ooh. fake ID experiences were at Drake uh, multiple times. Once with Russell, a few other times to visit my friend who went to school there. So, oh wow, uh, yeah. I but you never had one. a never fake had one of my own. You didn't have a fake ID in your wallet, right? Because that's what my wife had. No, never one of those where it's like, oh, this is my... No, no, that was never... I tell my kids all the time, the first thing you got to get to college is a fake ID. Because I turned yeah. I turned 21 in May. Everyone else turned in September. They were out having a blast, having a good time. I was literally in my dorm room 
Russell didn't turn 21 until August. Russell yeah. was waiting forever. No, Russell, why aren't we getting fake IDs that we could be out there at the bar having fun, eating wings, seeing people sleep under the pinball machine? I never had a fake ID. I never had one either. Matt, did you have one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you knew I, that. I, 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 th- I think I've told this, haven't he? Like three days before my actual 21st birthday, yes. the guy who was working at the Rube, he finally said, look, you got it. This isn't going to work anymore. I go, well... On Wednesday, I turned 21. He's like, All right, fine. So. See, I should have been there. because, And then I went to the bar, and one of the first nights, I saw a girl that I went to high school with me fall down the stairs at the Rube. And I was like, where has this been my whole life? I should have a fake ID. This is the, one of the best nights of my Did, life. I mean, you, you, guys, you guys remember a little side hustle that me and another one of our pod mates had, where Dan from, we'll just say Dan. Everybody knows who Dan is. Um, was working at a bar in St. Paul and he would steal all of the fake IDs oh. and then bring them back to our school. Oh. What? What? Really for a case of beer. So Dan and I drank. Dan brought them down. I would distribute them out and we'd get a case of beer like every weekend God. for a oh. long time. Aaron, your face is how I'm feeling right now. Of just yeah, like, is that is brilliant. so smart. Is so, that's so much smarter yeah. than anything I did in college. Now, and Aaron, Aaron, you're an older brother. I'm an older brother. Matt, are you an older brother too or not? Yeah, I'm the oldest. So yep. did you guys give, did you ever like give your brother like a, an expired ID um, or anything like that or no? No, my brother, my brother went to school up in Duluth and they, I mean, they nobody cares up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were fine. Yeah, so. same. I mean, my, my brother was six years younger than me and he went to Northern Iowa and I don't, I don't think he needed it. If you went to a bar in Wisconsin from Duluth, they'd be like, why are you showing me your ID? Get in here and right. smoke some cigarettes. Let's go. <laughs> Did you commit a crime or something? Get out of here. Are you a cop? Why are you showing me your ID? <laughs> Narc. What is this? Some sort of bust? Uh, uh, I, I remember I went to some friends who smoked over to um, Wisconsin after they shut down the bars from smoking in Minnesota. And we were in there and everybody was smoking and they were like, it's too much smoke. We can't handle it. There's too much smoke inside. So they were like, we're going to go smoke outside. So then they just went and smoked outside the bar that everybody was smoking in. Like when I tell my kids now that I used to go to a restaurant and you could, if there wasn't any full tables, you'd be like, well, I'll go sit in the smoking section. And people next to you would just be smoking a cigarette while you're eating like indoors, a, right? Yeah. That's crazy. At Arby's or wherever I was going. I don't know. <laughs> did Arby's? I've been Arby's. Did <laughs> the I Arby's remember, smoking section. I know for a That's fact that's a sad place. Oof. I know that Racks had a smoking section for a fact. Okay. And again, look it up as like the Arby's in Rochester. Aaron, rolling going. How is it going with you tonight? Tonight, it's going excellent. You guys, I had the most luxurious night. Oh, can, can I just say this? Oh, I just ate way too much of this gummy, and I just realized how many milligrams it was. I don't <laughs> think we're doing a double, guys. Yeah, we're only having one. We might uh, only do a half. We'll see. I have to wrap this up tomorrow. My bad. Is it? Does everybody know the story though about you giving? Well, at least Russell and I gummies out in Vegas. Oh, that he basically is like, oh yeah, it's just you know, I don't know, here's a gummy or whatever. Yeah. We, this is before we knew anything about anything. Like, fine. And it's like 1.30 on a Saturday afternoon, and I'm at the blackjack table, and I can't grab my chips. Yeah. I literally can't yeah. grab my chips. And Russell's sitting next to me. He goes like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, he's sitting, and I'm like, I don't know. I cannot grab my chips, Russell. And then Rob goes, oh, yeah, sorry. That was a 25-milligram one. Yeah. And like, well, fuck. Yeah. I don't even know where you find them that big. I don't know. New York, I guess. That happened to me last year where a dealer told the same story, and I'm not kidding. You can ask Joe about this. He told the same story 10 times. Yeah, he told the same story 10 times, and we kept looking at each other like, what? (laughs) 
Is he, this is like a scene out of a movie where he's trying to make us think we're high. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. We also yeah. had the one where Rob overdosed me and we went to the, where's, what's your, your buffet, Matt? The Aria buffet? Well, it used to be the Aria, yeah. Now it's at the Cosmo, but yeah. And Rob, the Aria Rob overdosed me at that one too. And it was like 2 p.m. And yeah. I wanted to get up and get ice cream so bad, but I couldn't move. I was like frozen there. And I well, wanted for like to ask one of you guys to get me ice cream and I couldn't even get it. I couldn't even get it out of my mouth to ask. I, I, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, we were on a, uh, a boat tour going around the Statue of Liberty. And I was like, hey, do you guys want part of these edibles? And they're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, hell yeah, getting high with the in-laws. We go to the, see the Statue of Liberty and my mother-in-law turns to me and she's crying. She's like, it's so beautiful. I'm like, oh man, you're high. <laughs> when you're crying at the Statue of Liberty and somebody coming up from Minnesota, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, hey, that I should be your tired, stick, you're hungry, Rob. you're weakened. What? Yeah. That should be your stick. You know, what is the guy who goes, you might be a redneck, yeah. if, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you might have eaten too many edibles yeah. if you're crying. You might be too high to cry when you see the Statue of Liberty. Uh, we're all going, Aaron. How's it going? What, 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 where were we? Oh, I just, I had the most luxurious night. My, luxurious. Oh, just wonderful. My, my lady. If took- you cry <laughs> while going around the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> Rob may have overdosed you on edibles. <laughs> I did, I did almost get overdosed. If your wife just left for a trip to Finland and you immediately went and bought two <laughs> boxes of double stuffed Oreos, you might be on edibles. <laughs> I feel like we should just run. I got okay, nothing to say. Here's <laughs> right. your side. I, this going bad. this week going I went bad. down. No, 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 no. <laughs> this week I went down to Dwayne Reed and one day I bought two big boxes of tampons, just giant boxes of tampons. <laughs> And I was like, hey, they were like, do you want a bag? And I was like, no, <laughs> women's stuff. This should be free. You know what I mean? Like this should, this is healthcare, blah, blah, blah. The next day I went down and bought two boxes of Oreos, double stuff. And they were like, do you want a bag? I was like, yes, please. Put it in a brown bag. Don't let anybody see this. This is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, yeah. So I've just been chilling because uh, Anna took Wallace to see the Paw Patrol movie. And of course, I had rubble, rubble on the double. I had this idea like, oh, I got the night to myself. I'm going to have the best rolling going. I'm going to get the laptop in the bathroom. Might write a bit or something. Uh, But no, I actually just I listened to Action Bronson and uh, made a steak and drank some whiskey. And uh, but honestly, like like tonight, I could have started at like, I don't know. 7 p.m. Oh, Central. Oh, oh like it really. God. What are you saying oh. this what? for? Why you can't tell tonight, us that? I had the whole that night to read. Like, that you would yeah. say that. I just, I could have started so much earlier, but you know, I, here we are late at night and I'm, I'm here with you guys. It's been a wonderful night. So I'm um, really enjoying my it's, life. Okay. So all I know is Action Bronson is like from some MTV show or something. Like, is he a rapper? Is he a singer? Is he a, when you say he's you're a listening rapper. to Action Okay. Yeah, he's he's a rapper. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know if I recommend it, but it's, sometimes oh. it's like a nice thing for a Friday night. He's like he's a he's from Queens, and uh, I like his most recent ones called Coco Drio, Coco Drio Turbo. But uh, he's kind of he kind of like ripped off Ghostface whole flow. But uh, he's like he's got I, I enjoy it. He's got some good stuff. So I, does could, he have any claim to best rapper alive? I would say no. No, definitely not. No. The never, only thing I know about. Action Bronson is there's a halal cart right by my jujitsu place that all they have on it is 
Loved by Action Bronson. And it's a picture of him next to the halal cart with a guy. He is not <laughs> oh, yeah, smiling. He's, probably, he's got a YouTube show called Fuck That's Delicious, where he just oh. goes around New York eating yeah. stuff. So that's yeah. probably... Well, that's, yeah, that's our motto. Fuck there. That's Delicious. That's yeah. our motto. Fuck that's Delicious. That's his thing. Fuck. What was Russell's bit with the sign and the food That's our motto. Stuff? Made with that's love. That's our motto. <laughs> <laughs> quality is our motto. Our <laughs> motto <laughs> is quality. Uh, but the other thing I was going to mention to you guys is Rob was playing some previous... Uh, parody songs earlier and oh, he played one about my job that. and it reminded me that tonight before Wallace and I went to see Paw Patrol I was reading to Wallace and then I saw something pop up on, on my work phone I was like oh I gotta deal with this but hang on a second and so I had to send an email like about somebody's sick leave or whatever and he said oh it's really boring watching you do your job <laughs> <laughs> that is I mean if your son thinks what you do for work is boring, you might be in middle management. Upper middle management. Upper. Son, I need to say yeah. no to this woman's sick leave. The baby was born two weeks ago. What the fuck? Get back to work. Yeah. So that's my night. It's been a good night. How's it rolling going with Russell? Rolling going. Things are going good. You mentioned the movie here, and I also went to a movie this week. I went saw. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, let's see if we can make some jokes there. It's a Scorsese movie. It's a it's a very good movie. There's some problematic stuff with it. Is but there it was, is there any scene where Leonardo DiCaprio is fucking somebody wearing noise canceling headphones? Oh God. Are we talking about the movie that I was saw in the theater or what I've been watching on <laughs> his laptop? Yeah, Russell has a point of view of <laughs> him in headphones and he holds it over his face. It's like he's fucking me. Oh, it, would it be considered a problem if if the upstairs roommate was watching some TV show I didn't want to watch earlier, and I just put headphones on while I'm sitting on the couch? Hey, hey, I would say you're up to 20 years of marriage already, my friend. Nice work. Okay, that's a that's a classic marriage move. So we're at this movie. It's a Saturday or Saturday night weekend night, uh, probably a half full theater. So definitely not full, but there's enough people there. And this is a long movie, three and a half hours. And it's oh, a late start, oh, like 930. Long, oh my long God. movie. You're and going so, to a 930 movie, Russell? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Oh my God. Oh. Wow. wow. So wow. we're there and probably an hour and a half in, all of a sudden, a few people over to the left from us, dude starts snoring. Asleep well, yep. and, and audibly snoring. Yeah. So my question for you guys is if this happens in the theater, and you're sitting close to them. Do you nudge them? Do you ignore it? Yes. Do you move? What Throw do you do? Some popcorn, something. What do you do? <sighs> Matt, what do you do? I do nothing because somebody else will do something. Okay. Right? <laughs> you're a free, you're a free rider. I'm a free rider because somehow this is going to turn into something funny. And I'm not going to be the one to be in, you know, looked at funny or anything for waking the guy up or doing anything inappropriate. So I'll just wait for somebody else to do something inappropriate. I would never wake up a stranger. Like I cannot imagine how that would end well. Like picture the stranger waking up and going, Oh, thank you. You can't because yeah. it wouldn't happen. Nobody's going to be here, happy that some, you woke here, them up. Here, have some of my milk duds. Thank oh, you for that's waking crazy. me up. <laughs> well, Aaron, what would you have done? I feel like if there's an empty seat anywhere nearby, you can kind of like flip the seat down and like let it make a noise or something. Like you got to try something that's good. to wake this person up without hitting them. Yeah, something that yeah. might like at least cause them to stir enough to stop snoring. You know, you don't have to like wake them up explicitly, but so something. he's kind of, he's kind of sitting in the middle of the row. We're sitting on the far end. So we're probably six, eight seats from him or whatever. There's a guy kind of, I think sitting one seat away from him. I don't think they're together. Guy reaches over after a minute or so and kind of nudges him. 
And he's like, hey, you're restoring or whatever. So he stops. Happens a few more times. So it happens like three, four times throughout the movie where the guy keeps doing it. And at one point during like one of the biggest scenes of the movie, there's this guy on the other end of our row, all the way at the end that gets up goes and taps the guy and starts fucking yelling at him. Yes. He's like, nice. you are See? snoring. Somebody else, you are, somebody else will do something. You are yeah. snoring <laughs> the movie. You are ruining this for everyone. He's yelling at the guy in the middle of the theater. And then all Whoa. of a sudden, all these other people around him are like, leave him alone. Leave that man alone. Like it, it was getting like super intense. Right. And the guy ah, went and sat back toxic down. Toxic masculinity. And then <laughs> I'm just, I just kind of laughed. I was like, this is so, so stupid. And, and yeah. my movie right. goer I, I was with, now all she can think about is the fucking asshole down on the far end. So so I can see her just yep. every two seconds looking and staring over there. Cranking up. Getting ready to <laughs> do something. up. And, and missing like the, the most important part or one of the best scenes of the movie. But what would, like, what would you guys have done? Like if the guy gets up and goes and yells at him, you can't get involved with that, right? No, no. Absolutely not. Just keep eating your popcorn. Yeah. I mean, if it's getting like, belligerent or he's like being abusive or something like that. Right. Yeah. Russell, if you think Oof. there's going to be a phys physical issue, I would definitely switch seats with your date. So you are on the other side of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the first things I would do. Rob, you know, I don't give up my aisle seat for anything. Oh, it's not happening. This she was either. in between you guys. Oh my God. That's crazy. Uh, now, Russell, I will say this. When you see your date getting fired up like that, I would turn to her and I'd say, number one, Relax, okay? Relax a little bit. Number two. <laughs> Good start. That does not work well for me. You got to say, you're, you need to watch this movie. You're going to miss parts of that. I find that goes really well. People like that when I inform them of what they should be doing. Stop watching your phone. You pick the show. Why are you on your phone? Stuff like that. Yeah, we don't need to get into stop on your phone stuff while we're doing this. But I, I did have, so then the guy over on the edge, that the guy was sleeping. All of a sudden, after he's woken up the next time, he takes out his phone and he's got like the bright blue screen in the middle of the theater all of a sudden. Now the movie okay, goer I'm with then, is, then has you, flipped like, sides. He's like, well, fuck like, this guy now. I didn't mind that he was snoring, but now like mm -hmm. you've got the bright blue phone up in the middle of the, uh, you can't do that, right? No. No, that's shitty. I'm telling you guys, this is why I don't, I don't go see movies in the theater very often. The last couple of times I've gone, there's always people talking. There's always people with a phone. The only time I will go see movies now is in that 40X theater where it is tossing your shit around like you are, like you are uh, having sex with a bodybuilder. Okay, oh. you are getting tossed around like crazy. The popcorn's flying everywhere because nobody can be on their phone. Nobody can talk because you're moving around. Everybody, it's it's the best time. That's that's the only way I'll go see a movie. Otherwise, I'll just download it, and watch it at home. You could really free. pass the buck and go go out of the theater and go talk to the seventeen year old kid working and say like, uh, "Hey, there's a disturbance in the theater. Yeah. Could you please come and <laughs> deal yeah. with this?" And then that kid who's making like eleven bucks an hour has to right. go and try to deal with some person. Hey, also, I'm done with these junior mints and you throw that shit on the floor. You're oh. like, hey, pick that up because that's what I thought was normal growing up for some reason. <laughs> I would, I we would like take, that. we would like take trash out of a bag and put it on the floor. We'd be like, we, I, we think they this like is, the trash. Uh, this is somebody's they job. Want trash. This, We'd be putting I'm, the popcorn I'm giving on the somebody nachos. a job by doing this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like an economic machine unto myself. <laughs> Like, G look, GDP just went up another half a point right yeah. there. Speaking of trickle down, I'm going to trickle down this soda onto the floor. Clean this shit well, up. I'm, I'm going to trickle like down and, and tap in my boy, Matt. Matt, rolling, going, how's it going with you? Uh, good. I don't got too much this week. Um, I did. It's strangest thing in the world. I found a Pearl Jam song that I didn't know existed. That was from like 1995. Mm. And I've listened to it. I think. 
Russell, so Rob, can you pull it up oh, this long fun. road? Just go to like a minute and a half in because wow. it takes a while to get going. But I think I listened to it. I told Russell 18,000 times over the last four or five days. I love and, the obsessive listening to the same song. Yeah. And so it's got Eddie Vedder. What? And then on the pump organ, it has Neil Young. Oh, and so it's an Eddie Vedder, no Neil Young song. You know, it's all this stuff. So, and was yeah, it on what about, an album? It was, was it written well, for an album? So, I'm on the start. pump organ. So the Pearl oh, Jam Jesus. did a lot of stuff with Neil Young, and then they ended up being like the backing band on his ball, his uh, album Mirror Ball. Oh. And they kind of had a side thing called Merkin Ball for... Uh, Pearl Jam, and so this was like the B side of the Merkin Ball song. Matt, you uh, didn't tell me this was on the soundtrack of one of the funniest movies of all time. <laughs> Dead Man Walking, starring Sean Penn, and Susan yeah, Sarandon. It's hilarious. Yeah, a laugh a minute. So I think it's, it's like that one in Caddyshack, right? And so Matt, we were looking at Matt and I were. This is our side chain today, Rob. I don't know how side you feel chain. about Matt and I having a side text chain, oh. but. But we were talking Sickos. about the pump organ, and Matt asked if we ever done a pump organ list, and I said no. Oh. We've covered the Wurlitzer, the Hammond organ, a few of the other ones, but not the pump organ. Never a pump organ? But I think the pump organ is like a harmonium. Is that the other name of so, it, that, Matt? That's what I saw, too. When I, yeah. uh, okay. And there was a Beatles song. Remember what the Beatles song I was mentioning to you, Matt? Do you remember what that one oh, was? And then it's singing out. What song is that, Aaron? Dun, 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 dun. Let me take you. Strawberry Fields. Song, is it Strawberry Fields as a pump oh, organ? Let or no, that's not it. Nope. How can we how can we stop the song, Rob? Yeah, let it's it be right, James. What are you doing? Just let it keep. I thought the chorus was coming up. <laughs> you know I hate those things. Is this song in Friday Night Lights? Eddie Vedder, I'm on the organ. Hey Neil, you're doing great, but let's keep the singing to a minimum back there. We can work it out. We can work it out by the Beatles. Oh, we can work it out by the Beatles. Yeah. No, no, don't put the... Oh, no, no, let Matt's song play. I'm sorry. Yeah, just keep playing this song. This is my rolling going, Rob. All right, you're right. Otherwise, I'll quit this shit. Oh, oh, I'll quit this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that's always been been a funny subtext. Don't say it like that, please. (laughs) It kind of was a shock to my system to hear that. Plus, so I, then, I already yeah. made this song for next week. To quit the podcast, you might be one of the hosts that doesn't really enjoy doing this at midnight. <laughs> oh, that's good. So then, the only other question that came up this week about the podcast is: Have we somebody? And we'll talk about who this is. Somebody said that we have used the c word on this podcast before, no. and I think we've used pretty much every Whoa. other word. But the C word, do you guys no. ever remember us using the C word? Because I swear we have, we would not cross that line. I, but no way. Aaron did that cunnilingus corner, but I think that was <laughs> that was more of him doing a demo in a corner where he had a sharpie and he drew it in the corner, and then he was like, no, I do no, it like this, you, and I was like, that you're you're confusing that with the FIBA basketball podcast. That was on the other. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did. He's, yeah, the he's like, see, in the corner, it gets smaller at the baseline. No, that's ironic that you brought that up, man, because I almost used the C word earlier tonight, but I'm not going to give an example Christ. of when Aaron, Aaron. until Rob stops playing music. I know he can't edit over music playing underneath. Excuse oh, me, yeah. I can. Well, Watch this. <laughs> I don't know. I'll edit that. I'll do something there. So, yeah, so my wonderful mother-in-law, Patty, who's a loyal listener, says that she heard us say, and I'm like, I just don't remember that at all. So I said, I'm going to have I to mean, ask the guys, and I don't well, think we would. No. So, well, hold on. We were talking about uh-oh. the old country buffet earlier, 
Oh. And Aaron, I believe it was your grandma or aunt, oh, they no. used to call that something. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We, right. we yes, used the my, word, Matt. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we did, huh? So we brought it up. Wow. And it was, was the, and she had an abbreviation And for it was it. Aaron, yeah. and I know for a fact Russell found that with a search in his Gmail. So now that is in his <laughs> Gmail. Google has that word with Russell's name on it. Do you think yeah. if I ran for public office that my Gmail notes of our podcast would disqualify me? I... I think the part where you, where you would type in public office and up would come your notes for the pubic <laughs> speaking bit that we did for about five minutes one time, like you'd be like, oh, I guess, I guess. Do I'm you done. ever notice, Rob, that I, I purposely spell words wrong just because I don't want that to ever pop up? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron didn't use the word correct, I believe. Uh, did I really? And you didn't bleep it out? No, fuck you. No. Oh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I put it in. I put it in extra air and I made it really loud. I like emphasized oh. it. Here, say it now and I'll beep it out. I promise. I uh, know. I'm done. Nope. Nope. Not trying that again. Okay. Not going to fall for that. Yeah. Aaron, once. Aaron, just say, just say, um, you can't fool a fooler is the thing. Aaron, but just say, shame on. Think of a, think of a, think of a three letter word. Think of a four letter word. <laughs> there. Now I'm going to beep that out and it's going to make it sound like you said the word. <laughs> no now I gotta do it to you too man that's another beef yeah you guys yeah. are saying nasty stuff on the show yeah. technically if anyone had access to my gmail they would know that it was on the Beyonce suggested edits email oh. from May 20, March 29th of 2021 let me guess let me guess you had some suggested edits and it was and to bleep Aaron it was to mute Aaron just keep muting Aaron hold hold here we go here we go so so to bring our listeners behind the scenes the way it goes is our, our notes always have overview greatest hits things I liked time suggested edits then the write up so this time the things I liked the second bullet was about Never being effed so good that they've been taken to Red Lobster or, oh, right. or the Old Country Buffet. That was the bit. The <laughs> right. first suggested edit, Aaron tells the old C star 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 buff joke from three to four minutes. The word is used a few times. Oh. I recommend bleeping out that word. Rob, it's your call. Oh, no. Oh, wow. God. Aaron, Awful. Aaron, what do you have to say about that? You want to say something? I have to say, and I just add another beep, and so it made it sound like you said it again, Aaron. That's sick. I, I can't believe you would say that. I should I, have probably bleeped myself. That would have been a good idea to bleep myself. Well, Aaron, do you want to say that you are something right now? I am. Just say it. You are what? No, nope. I just bleeped that again. It made it sound like you said something really bad about yourself. Aaron, do you want to say something about our fans out there? I do not. Nope. I have nothing. No comments. You don't think anything? They're like, are they nice, Aaron? Just say the fans are nice. The fans are nice. Oh, I just bleeped it again. It sounded so bad, Aaron. I can't believe you'd say that about our fans. What album was that? That's Beyonce what? Um, I fucked me good. I'd take it. It's probably Lemonade. It's from two years. It's from more, it's it from more than two years no, ago. It's got to be Lemonade. It's got to be Lemonade. Was that yeah. the sexual one? Okay. Well, you could just Google Beyonce Red Lobster. There were other edits. You guys want to hear some other edits that were on this yes, one? Yes, did any of them get edited? 418 to 423, Russ also makes a C-buff joke, which I said <laughs> sounds terrible and needs to be deleted or muted out. So when I said it, I said it's got to go. When wow. Aaron said it, I left it up to Rob. It's Rob's call. Wow. Oh. Guys, I've noticed something really bad about our podcast. When I try to search <laughs> Beck did it better, Beyonce Lemonade, all that comes up is Beck and Beyonce album of the year stuff, none of our stuff. 
I think we're getting scrubbed from the internet. I think we're getting like shadow banned. That's why I've got all those secret cameras set up. <laughs> why would I say that? Aunt in law who referred oh. to it as the old buff. See, <laughs> I bleeped it. You bleeped it. I bleeped it. Let's well, bleeped. Aaron, do you want to say something to the listener who thought you used the c word? I want to say the <laughs> back and listen. And it's. I edited out all that and I made it a bleep again, Aaron. It sounded like you said something really bad. Really bad. And that's to a loyal listener. Yeah. Well, so that's my rolling going. Found a nice new song, didn't know it existed. And uh, we figured out that Rosie's the one who said the C word. I like did bleep it, though. Yeah. Rob, rolling going. How's it going with you? Listen, so when I walk into the building, you get you get your your doorman gives you the packages. They always say, "Hey, nice to see you. Welcome back." And it feels good, like you feel good. And I get in the elevator. On, you gotta you gotta do it. The milk band. If your doorman <laughs> answers your door, <laughs> you might be a snobby New Yorker. What do they say if you're leaving and you're not coming back until next Tuesday? Then what do they say? Oh, oh Aaron, <laughs> that's terrible. How's that? That's. <laughs> Oh, Aaron, I blurted out where you said I bleeped out where you said listener, and I made it sound bad again. God, I'm doing a good job editing this thing. If you had a doorman, a milkman, and also host two podcasts, you might be in the rich upper class. <laughs> I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a text from upstairs. That hurts. Uh, I will say this: um, there is nobody on the earth who has seen me as high as my doorman. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's seen me coming back just through the moon after like walking the dog after a bad day at work. I'm just like, Hey Frank, how's it going? And he's like feeding the <laughs> dog. And I'm just Frank. Like, mm. Oh yeah. I got Frank and Jay. Uh, now listen, but when you come in the apartment, you can see like packages that people are picking up or like meals that have been delivered. And the other day I walked in and I saw something that took my breath away. Okay. I was blown away by this. Somebody had ordered. Great to, point. You should put that put that song on in the background. Take my breath away. Take my breath away. Aaron, who's that by? Oh, I bleeped that out. It sounded like you said something really bad there. <laughs> I'm gonna be the whole episode. <laughs> oh, Aaron, you're gonna be what the whole episode? Why would you say that? <laughs> now listen. There you go. All right. I'm Took walking in. Okay. Do not. We cannot get distracted by watching Top Gun. I'm walking in, and I see that somebody in my apartment building has ordered to be delivered and it's in a bag and it's sitting there waiting to be picked up Applebee's and I thought to myself <laughs> what the fuck and I, I think I said to my kid can you believe this can you think of a restaurant that you would want delivered to your house less like I guess if somebody brought me some riblets I'd be like hey you know me I love riblets I think they're great but I am not sitting down and being like I could eat anything I want I live in New York culinary capital of the world. I could get whatever kind of food. Korean fried chicken. Vietnamese. But you know what? I kind of want some Applebee's. Let's get some Applebee's delivered. That's insane, right? I don't know how you think. Maybe you guys are listening to Rob. There's no... I have not heard a word Rob has said. He's playing the Berlin music video. Like, there's no... Like, I'm not paying attention to what you're saying while you're playing this. Literally not one word. Okay. I got, I got one just slightly better for you, Rob. We, uh... We're after football game on Tuesday. We always get there early. So I always go to a gas station, get a cup of coffee and like a some nuts or get something. Get her done. Like that. Just get her done. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the essay on it must have been like Snelling. Ooh. You know, it was We're in St. Paul. 
Yeah, it was just south of 94. Kind of south before of Before you got Law to McAllister. Yeah, and we were supposed to go back to St. Thomas, which was over a little bit on Marshall, mm. just to the west a little oh, bit. But so it was gross. at the SA, and it's not a nice essay. It's not a nice essay, you know, over there. Mm-hmm. And so I walk in, and the guy goes, well, hold on a second. He had to go to the back. There was a DoorDash guy at SA picking up three Ooh. things of... Like chicken bites Ugh, from SA. That's sad. that, and I could, I could not believe it. And he, I go, I go. How often does this happen? He goes, rarely. We rarely have anybody, but every once in a great while, somebody orders DoorDash from SA. You know what? It's got to be. You know what? It's got to be because that's not cheap to get that stuff delivered. Like it's a big no, upcharge. Yeah, right. It's got to be somebody who got over overdosed by their buddy on edibles. Yeah. <laughs> Russell, if you're ordering chicken from the SA and DoorDash, (laughs) your friend might be overdosing you. If I woke up and on my counter was a box from the Super America next to like a DoorDash receipt, I would go and check myself into rehab so fast. It would be that because I'd be like, this is absolutely rock bottom. You know who who ordered that? Is somebody who's like, I've never been this constipated in my life. What could I possibly? <laughs> I haven't taken a shit in 14 days. What can I possibly eat that will get my system moving? And they're like, oh, yes, I remember back in the old days, a chicken, chicken from Super America. Chicken bites. The chicken America. bites. Yeah. The Buffalo chicken bites. I mean, they didn't day. even get the tornados. That's what I would have gotten. Yeah. God, those and, and I, are good. And I want the nachos where they got the cheese. Yeah, no, oh, not that cheese no. one. I want to add that uh, onto the list too, right? Uh, I, uh, we were talking the other day about a big, the number one, I was talking to my kids about the, uh, the top three fights my wife and I have ever been in. And one of them involved the <laughs> hot dog runs we used to do in college. And they'd be like, oh, well, then we went to the gas station and I got three hot dogs. And my kid was like, wait, 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 wait. It was like, it was like she, it's like me talking to Aaron where she had to be like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, no, but she, I mean, she knows what they are, but she was like, you went to a gas station just to buy three hot dogs late at night. She Every goes, Friday. What, what is your problem? And I was like, huh? I mean, she might as well have said like, <laughs> yeah, it's so normal. Right? Like the, the sky is green. It's like, it's no, you're just wrong. Like we just got hot dogs. And I was like, yeah, we used to get hot dogs all. And not only that, we would leave the bar early before call because you knew if you were late, there were going to be no more hot dogs. That's when you had to go get together frozen pizza. Yeah, that's when you oh had to get a frozen God. pizza from oh the bar. Do you guys do you guys have a place that you do you have a guilty pleasure getting delivered to you food wise? Aaron, I can't imagine you get much food delivered to you. I'm just gonna say that right off the top of my head. Aaron, now was, Aaron does have a big Papa John's back box in the back, so he does love getting Papa John's pizza. No, nah, we haven't had anything delivered for quite a while. I usually go pick it up because, as you know, if I order takeout, I go pick it up. I have a cocktail while I wait for the takeout. It's not like I don't it's get the food best. from a restaurant. It's the, but, best, yeah. it's the best move you can ever do. Yeah. Well, so you I know what? We, we, we better make sure it's as fresh as it could be. I'll go pick it up. Oh, you know what? It'll be faster if I just go you pick just, it up, right? You, you, yeah, you ordered it 13 seconds ago. It's got to take a little while to go, oh, yeah. no, you never know when it's going to be ready. I better go right now. I don't, even know if, yeah. I don't even know if the strip club delivers the wings. I think I have to go to the strip club to pick them up. Yeah. I think if I could order... What is this glitter doing there? <laughs> if you've got glitter... <laughs> if I could order Rodosha every night, oh, that's every night, oh. I would get Rodosha every night. I, I would, you know, I just, I, I have to calm down my ordering of Roto Chef. That, that's my guilty pleasure. But The other night I, I door dashed a place called Storm King in the North Loop. It's a barbecue spot. Oh. And 
I was looking, I was like, I wonder if they have like a dessert. And they did. They had a peach cobbler. But Rob, yes. it came with ice cream. And I did not think the ice cream would hold up for delivery. So I chose no dessert. But you're an ice what? cream. You're the, you're the oh. king of ice cream, Rob. What would you have done? I'll tell you what. I'm as, as a guy living in New York who absolutely cannot go pick up the food, even, okay, no, this is embarrassing, but the pizza place <laughs> is literally 25 yards from our apartment. We almost always get it delivered. Uh, we yes. almost always get it to like, because I'll be to my kids, hey, will you go pick up pizza? They're like, no. I'm like, well, I don't want to fight this. Like, fine, I'll just pay like the five bucks, get it delivered. Like, who cares? I'm like, will you go down to the front desk? They're like, okay. You know, um, but uh, it's wild that they talk that way. Yeah, well, but I, I, oh, oh we boy. get, we just get everything delivered all the time. You can't go pick it up. What well, was your story, Russell? Now I'm lost. Okay, and don't. I, this is I, this could be. I couldn't decide if I should DoorDash ice cream, a dessert oh, with ice cream. In it. I have tried. If you can't remember what your friend said 13 seconds ago. I have tried. If you can't focus on the ice cream question, you've had too many edibles tonight. <laughs> I have tried to order so many desserts to be like, what's going to keep up? I've done ice cream. I've done fried ice cream. Can you do dings after all these desserts? Like oh. a ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I've done, okay, yeah, I've done ice cream. Extra. I've oh. done deep fried ice cream. Ooh. Oh, you, we got to do that. No, we got to do the, uh, what, what's the other one? Uh, we do? Usually when it's your the list. James Brown. The James oh. Brown. That's what we got. Don't confuse yeah. it. Bet, do you want to get through? <laughs> I've done ice cream. I've yes. done fried ice cream. Yes. I did deep fried bananas, I feel like. Ones like that. I oh, can make a deep fried banana split. I've tried to order a pazuki. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, bazooki. It's a cookie pizza with ice cream on top. <laughs> it's a bazooki revolution. It's a bazooki revolution. Do you, a hey, when, when they deliver that, do you, when they're coming up to hall, do you uh, clap them in? Yell cookie parade. parade. Cookie parade. Now, of course, Matt, Matt is referencing a time where we were at a sports bar and we all ordered cookies for dessert. Now, we are 28 years old at this point, 26 years old. We all ordered <laughs> cookies. And I said, hey, if they all bring these cookies out together, these uh, waiters and waitresses. Cookie Sunday. If they bring them all together, we're going to start clapping and chanting Cookie Parade. Everybody goes, <laughs> and we did. okay. And sure enough, there's like four of them come yeah, out. We start going Cookie Parade. parade and to our joy, parade. the staff got into it. They're like, mm, mm, mm. they're really strutting their stuff coming down. And we've always now done that. We start chanting Cookie Parade. And it turns out a lot of the staff is not entertained when you start chanting Cookie Parade when they're bringing you food. They do not the care older, for I think, it. you know, in the older we got too, it was like, uh, you know, they just didn't appreciate it as much. So anyways, I would like to point out that none of you uh, did comment when I brought up riblets. I thought that's something that maybe we could break into and talk about and really. I'm more of an electric lemonade guy. But I, I suppose we did talk about Alamo, just like the band Depeche Alamo. Oh, that's a transition and a half. You did it. Thank you. Is this a music podcast? Oh, yeah. Applebee's. I was just like, what could you have ordered that you couldn't order from anywhere else? It doesn't even make sense. And the whole to thing me. is about eating good in the neighborhood. Like, you got to go be in the neighborhood. Do you I, have Applebee's delivered? I don't even if know. You, where the if you can transition from Alamo ice cream <laughs> to Depeche Mode, the band. You might be an above-average podcast host. <laughs> I can see Aaron calling Applebee's and being like, "Hey, do you guys have apples?" You know, because he wouldn't. He just guess. Like, I, I see Aaron as a guy who just kind of guesses at menu items when he goes somewhere. He's like, "Hey, do you have apples?" And they're like, "No, we don't have apples." And he's like, "Oh no, I guess I'll take the bees then." <laughs> anyway, yes, of course. Uh, this is Depeche's mode. Pollinators. This is Depeche mode. Depeche's mode. Depeche's mode. It's Depeche. like it's like Whoppers it's Jr. Mode. Yeah, it's like 
Bumps on a Log, okay? This is Depeche's Mode seventh album, and it's their first to get seventh, on. It's their seventh album? This is their seventh album, and it's the first to wow. get on the Billboard 200, peaking all the way up at number seven. Normally, they made their albums by this guy, Martin Gore, would come in and with demos, almost fully formed. Invented the internet, right? <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> That's the guy. Good pull, oh, Russell. Check in. The internet is a yeah. series of tubes. And then it turns out when you search my search history, there are a lot of tubes there. Okay. Oh, I just realized you guys don't know what tube tubes galore is. Okay. Again, that was a very online joke. Just forget about it. Okay. Don't look at tubes galore on a work computer. I thought maybe you were into tubes. So I'm really into the internet. Oh, Aaron. You think I'm into what? And just like really, no, I, bleeped, like, oh. I bleeped it again. So it sounds like you said something really bad. <laughs> yes, Aaron, I'm into fallopian tubes. Although I have always been fascinated by fallopian tubes. Like, cause it's just this thing of like, Hey, here's the sexual organs. And then there's these things up here. And I was like, they're just sitting up there. Like, do they hoist them up? Like, is it in? The I was like, it's just up there. It's like, it's like they're flexing the whole time. Like, yeah, the fallopian tubes look like they're giving you a double bicep. Like where they're like, yeah, check this shit out. We're fallopian tubes. And you know who they were discovered by? Dr. Tubes. <laughs> we'll also came up with uh, tubesgalore.com. Don't look at that. He was a sick oh. man. Okay. <laughs> Who just wanted some time in the bathroom with his laptop. <laughs> I'm Mr. Tubes. Dr. Tubes was my dad. How, how is Russell not laughing at this? So Russell's so looking up know. stuff. Senior you know. Tubes? He's looking up if it's actually Depeche's mode. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get some riblets here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If they got there before the right? end of the episode. Oh, that, that was, was, really oh, me. That was oh, the nickname so for my penis in high school. Uh, <laughs> all right. Riblets. riblets. What were riblets anyways? They were like the... See, I knew I knew the riblets shit would hit. I knew this would fucking hit. Yes. What were riblets? They were like... Were they just the end of the rib? They had to be like the cheapest part yeah, of the cow, right? Yeah, they're like the chopped right? off part or whatever. Yeah, like the rib tips or whatever. It's just like the leave-behinds from some factory, right? Where they like trim them for some fancy place. And then Applebee's like, oh, hey, we'll take the rest of those. Oh, man. Kind of like hot dogs. Just put it all together at the end. And but Ted, hey, is Ted Cook still there over off of like close to Cedar and what was that? Like 30, was it 38th and Cedar where Ted Cook's was? That's Ted like Cook's where Matt's made tips. Yeah, it's close to Matt's. Maybe it wasn't Cedar. It was like, uh, yeah, Southeast Minneapolis. Ted Cook's made rib tips. Aaron, don't you want to learn about so, Depeche yeah, Mode? 28th. Yeah, it's on 38th Street. <laughs> Yeah. Russell really is, I think, ordering riblets. He's intently looking at the screen. Okay. He's getting, he's like, huh, what what kind of strawberry iced tea should I get? Let's see. They have, see, if you could get a hard drink through Applebee's, Russell, I'd be very impressed. Uh, Normally, uh, they would bring these fully formed demos. I said this. Right down from the Riverview. But now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, they're working with a, a producer called Flood who's this guy named Mark Ellis. And, and Flood turns out to be this giant kind of person. We'll talk about him in a bit. But this was... I, he, he basically was able to make the sounds... I'm a giant kind of person. <laughs> Wilder, the, 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 the guy who didn't do the demos, would tell this guy, this is the sound I want. And this Flood was so good, he was able to, to get the, exactly the sound. And this is in 1990. He had worked with U2 on Joshua Tree, Flood, and it had worked with Erasure. And then after this album, he goes along and does Nine Inch Nails... And he's a co-producer on a little album called Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that every day before work or whatever. Um, so it's actually Siamese Dream. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you know, Rob really doesn't care about songs that are actually in the album, so might as well. <laughs> anyway, this uh, I think Depeche Mode, it's, it's, it's electronic, but it's like pop and electronic. 
I, I feel like, I don't know, this doesn't seem like an aged electronic. Like, I still think this album could come out kind of in modern day. Like, you just don't hear a lot of music like this. I know you guys are giving me looks already. I know what you think of this album, but we're going to be positive about it. I'm listening. I will say. I kind of wish this album had come out during Halloween week because it feels like a spooky. It does. Russell, very Russell spooky album. The dark? It, Russell, did the lights it. turn off? No, it, it hasn't even turned off yet. You don't even want to know how dark it'll be when this thing pops off. <laughs> oh. Russell, you can eat your riblets in front of us. You don't have to be in the dark eating your riblets. Okay, we've all been there. Um. If you listen to like Postal Service and the Killers, I think you can hear bands that are inspired by Depeche Mode. So, oh, come on. Yes, absolutely. Killers, <laughs> killers have more keyboards in it than you think. Yes, absolutely. They have more keyboards than you think. I know, but they're not Depeche Mode. Killer 19,000 times better. <laughs> I do love it. Still one of the best Saturday Night Live performances I've ever seen, the Killers. World in My Eyes. This was a fourth single off this album. Sounds like Madonna song. I'm just going to say, I didn't mind the album. I got into some of the songs later on. I turned this song off five times. It took me like literally six, seven times to give this album a fair shot. Guys, I kind of like the sound. I think it's like a They Might Be Giants thing. I was thinking about why do I enjoy this? You liked, did you did you like Millie Vanilli? Kind of, yeah. I did what? actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really right. did. I thought of Revenge of the Nerds. I think Revenge yeah. of the Nerds 2 or whatever one where they're playing the the synthesizers and all that. That's what I thought of here. It does feel like a, a computer could have made this, but they were they must have been playing the instruments, right? They actually did have a, I have it later, but they had a, a, a one of the earliest MIDI setups where they were able uh-huh. to computerize a lot of the effects. But here's the thing is that when you listen to this album in headphones, I thought it was going to be like this gorgeous headphone album. It's not. It's not that interesting in headphones. I thought it would be like this whole sonic experience, and it still feels kind of flat to me. This song, by the way, is about a horn dog travel agent inviting somebody to uh, visit his Mississippi Delta. I can't think of anything perverted. What's a what's a perverted de- what's a double entendre destination you could go to, Aaron? I'm sorry. If I'm a horny travel agent, what double entendre would I use to seduce one of my customers? You could go to Dixon Notch, New Hampshire. Oh, my God, Aaron. You just nailed it. That was a pull. That was such a pull. (laughs) Okay, I'm not even going to ask you the guys. Now, first of all, being a horny travel agent, probably one of the worst jobs you could have. Because what are they seeing? One person a week? You know what I mean? You might as well be (laughs) me at home. Like, just being a horny, you'd be like... You want to go to Chichenitsu or whatever? Like, being a travel agent would be so tough right now. I just don't get it. I don't know. Uh, Rob, when I I went to Napa Valley, I wanted to go Mount Helena. Oh. Oh, I like that. Mount Helena? The sweetest perfection. If you look at the wave file, if you guys look at what this looks like, it just gets louder and louder and louder. And you can hear, listen to this guy. You know he produced Nine Inch Nails. Listen to this. You can start to hear that kind of sound you're going to hear on uh, Infinite Spiral. That's a good, yeah, that's a good call. Thank you. Next song. This got all the way up to 28 on the billboard. It became Warner Brothers' single biggest selling 12-inch single, which is like, that's like how The Rock describes his movies, though, where he's like, this was the largest opening for movies in March on the th- Thursday with a full moon. It's like, okay, we're kind of getting a little too precise. 
Uh, but Pr Priscilla Presley once called Elvis her own personal Jesus. And that's where they got these lyrics from. This was probably, I guess 12 Inch makes sense. This was probably played in dance clubs, right? Like DJs would have been snapping this up for sure, right? Like this I think would have so. been, people must have gone nuts for this. And I mean, whatever dance clubs were like in, in 1990 or whatever. I think if you took this and doubled the beat, like had to do double time, I think you could make this a modern dance thing. I had never heard this version that I recall until we're listening to this album, but I only knew the Johnny Cash one, which I know we've said about many other songs on this podcast. The other version I remember was the Marilyn Manson, I think, did a version of that back when we oh, were really? in college. Oh, yeah. I don't remember wait, that. wait, 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 wait. We got we to do this. Personal Jesus, Marilyn Manson? I think so, yeah. Now, I'm just oh, going to yeah. tell you right now, you guys know, there's some videos that when they would come up and you're trying to J-O downstairs, they were major bummers. <laughs> Marilyn Manson videos were always those. Where you're just like, well, I'm done. It was like, a, like I'm done doing anything. Okay, we'll go to 30 seconds here. Come on, Marilyn. Yes, I remember this. Oh, there's JFK in the video. Yeah, pretty weird. Hey, Aaron, Marilyn Manson is edgy, and if you don't like it, okay, I'm a don't talk, don't tell my mom I'm listening to this, okay? Yeah, but what would never. Can we know. hear the Johnny Cash? I, I don't know if I know the Johnny. Oh, Cash. the Johnny Cash. I almost did a list of best songs covered by Johnny Cash, but we've talked a lot of <laughs> Johnny Cash in the last few weeks, so. You could just Come do the entire the American recordings, right? Yeah. Your own do you guys personal. think maybe we should have done a podcast Jesus. involving Johnny Cash? Because we all seem to like him quite a bit. Someone yeah. to hear Except then we play one of his albums and we're all like, yeah, that's good. Aaron, I've got an idea for a third podcast, but it's just you and me, okay? <laughs> it's called... It's good. Oh, I'm going to edit out where you said cash and put in a beat, but it's going to sound like you really want a nasty sounding podcast. <laughs> we could we could do a fourth podcast where we just order Applebee's and talk And then check in with each other like six to eight hours later and see what's oh, happening. How we're feeling. Yeah. yeah. Who's on the toilet right And now? then you find I've got a spinoff podcast where I'm just ordering stuff from a super America. Not even a quick trip. <laughs> Like, that's right. the fucked up part. Like, of all that the, is. I mean, you yeah. might as well be eating at a Sinclair. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. really, you're going oh, oh, down. Oh, oh, oh. What's that yellow one? Like, Conoco? Like, you're eating if at you're a Conoco? Sinclair, like, you're, like if I'm at a Sinclair, I'm just <laughs> hoping that they have the spicy peanuts. Like, I just, I don't want the sweet peanuts. I want the spicy ones. And yeah. you're, not, you're not sure you're going to get them. That happened to me my junior year of college. The spicy uh, peanuts? The spicy peanuts, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. The doctor said it was the smallest case he'd ever seen. Halo. <laughs> Guys, that's a good bit. I'm going to use that joke again. I don't know Erasure at all, but I thought a couple of these were Erasure songs. Yeah. I don't even want to read this to you guys because you guys will hate this if I read the description of the song. It was written about giving into immortality, yet still feeling a sense of wrongfulness about it. Let me ask you, wow. if you had a chance to be immortal, would you do it? Yeah. Yeah, what? of yeah. course. Right? Russell? I don't know if anything means anything then. I don't think so. Oh, I, I think wow. you take away meaning from everything else in life. Like, hey, I got bad news for you, Russell. Those chicken fingers you right had at, at Applebee's don't taste so good anymore. You, you can <laughs> try everything. <laughs> if you have no limits, that doesn't nothing, nothing matters. That's how I feel when I'm in a Panera. I feel like nothing. You never, you ever been in a Panera and you're just like, this is the most fucking depressing place in my entire life. 
I don't know. Rob's Rob's being kind of uh he's being a little harsh. He's ripping on people who go to Panera. He's ripping people who go to Applebee's. <laughs> kind of getting a little highfalutin over there. You know what? Okay, can yeah. I can I give you an Applebee's secret that I have? Shh. Yeah. This is an Applebee's secret. Okay, I'm gonna play this clip every time I tell an Applebee's secret. Um my sister's favorite place to go eat was Applebee's growing up. And so we had to go all the time. It was like a forced march to Applebee's. We would always go. And so I learned to hate Applebee's. And then when I read that book, I, what was it? Was it Nickel and Dime where she worked in Applebee's? And she was like, yeah, it's just microwaves back there. As soon as I learned that, the, the place disgusted me, that they're just cooking food in a microwave. I, di I didn't need it. The only thing I've cooked in a microwave nowadays Peanut butter, Captain Crunch. We've already talked about that in the podcast. That was probably back in about 1988 when you went there. And I was reading that in 1988, Depeche Mode. So before this album, they were on this tour, Music for the Masses tour. And they actually, at the end of it, they filmed a one, it was called the 101 documentary. It was like a concert film. And they filmed it at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. And it was like one of the most talked about concerts. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that documentary. I have not seen it yet. Mm -mm. That sounds but good it, though. It made me start thinking, and I was I was reading that this is actually where the arm waving started. They call it um, waving wheat, or you know, like you know when people wave their hands back and forth at a concert. This Russell, is one don't of the concerts stop. Can that you keep doing that, that just for a little bit? I enjoy it. Let's hey Russell, get your hands back up. Let's all do it. We didn't wave wheat with you. Hands up in the Let's all wave, wave wheat. Put your hands up. Oh Russell, the there's a air. delay. I forgot the delay is video too. This is messing Where? me up. <laughs> <laughs> we are dumb. We are all doing a very visual joke right now. Matt, you're going too fast on purpose. Aaron, they, they, oh, sorry. They played at the Rose Bowl, <laughs> and I, I started looking. I was like, I wonder what other amazing concerts have been at the Rose Bowl. So I thought mm. we could do a list of the best musical performances ever. At the Rose Bowl. Wow. Wow. Before a Super Bowl halftime show list. One of the biggest first concerts there, we're not going to cover this song, was Herbert Hermits. Uh, Tom Petty's played there, The Birds, Stevie Wonder. But we're going to hit some real good ones here. The first one is from 1962. This wasn't a concert per se, but this is the Gopher Rouser. This is when the Minnesota Gophers beat UCLA Bruins. Wow. 21 to 3 in front of 90,000. I went to see a Gophers game when they'd score and stand up and sing a school song and my kid was like, why are you doing that? And I said, well, it's Minnesota. She goes, you didn't go to college there. And I wanted to be like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm, I'm trying to have fun. You know what I mean? Like, I would never talk to my kids like that, but I was just like, don't make me analyze fun things in my life, please. You know, some people would say, well, why are you guys talking about go for football or whatever? You guys know they are six-time national champions. Six times. Six times they won the national championship? Crank yeah. it up, Rob. And those six championships, those six championship games, the over-under number of forward passes, I'm going to set it at four. Okay, do you think it went over-under four forward passes in those games? I think I was reading in the, the 1962 Rose Bowl they had 330 total yards, and I believe only 20 of those were passing. Yeah, so. I was going to say. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up song on the list. This was also kind of at a sporting event. This is from 1993. You guys remember the Super Bowl halftime show? Michael Jackson played at the Rose Bowl. Okay. Mm. Yeah, wow. Mm. Did he, play, he played this at the halftime show? I guess this it would have been when Dangerous came out, right? It was right after Dangerous. It kind of lit a fire under the Dangerous album. And yeah. I was reading that the year before, there was no, like, halftime concert. They just showed, like, Olympic figure skating. 
It was mm-hmm. like Brian Boitano, Dorothy Hamill, and they got smoked by In Living Color. In Living Color had like a show that they put up against halftime of the Super Bowl and the ratings went way down. So oh, they're like, wow. we need to fix this. So they bring in Michael Jackson. He kills it. And this becomes like the standard for all Super Bowl halftime shows after now, that, right? I got to say, that black and white video, of course, did I watch it over at my super conservative friend's house? You know I did. And it's, then afterwards, is that the one where he busts up a car by gra- and grabs his crotch for like 10 minutes straight and then turns into a panther? Panther. And the family I was with was shocked. And I was like, wait, what's going on? Like, I didn't, I was just waiting for the Simpsons to come on. This was at a time in my life where I was at somebody else's house at Sunday at 7 p.m. Insane to think of that right now. Um, but I thought to myself, were they shocked because you were downstairs trying to J.O.? And then <laughs> in okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to edit this out, but I will say I did try to steal a porn from this guy's brother. For sure. <laughs> Larceny to J.O. That's how strong the urge was in you guys. I think I, I should be, I have to do it. I could get really hurt. I keep telling people that and they laugh at me. All right, next up on the list. In no, 1992. I was going to say, Russell, that black and white yeah. video, I loved it. Where they change, you know, they're doing the face morphing. Unbelievable. You know what that video is missing? What was that? A scene where George Went gets sent to Africa on a chair by a guitar. And that was in the video for Jam. Okay. Jam, was, Jam. Here come the man. It's one of the greatest intros to a video ever where George Went is blasted to Africa. <laughs> Next song on the list. This is 1992 Guns N' Roses and Metallica <laughs> Stadium Tour at the Rose Bowl. Oh, wow. But we're not playing Guns N' Roses tonight. And we're not playing Metallica. There was someone else that opened for him. And it was the wow. Dice Man, Andrew Dice <laughs> Clay, Dice opened for Guns N' Roses and oh. Metallica. Oh, Aaron is saying all the bits along with him. <laughs> Little puppy fucked her. She blew a horse, licked his feet. She ate his ass so very nice. Tummed his balls not once but twice. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I, all Jack these people know nimble, all the Jack words. Jack be quick. Jack burnt off his fucking digging. We break it. <laughs> what? Twinkle, twinkle, one more. How I wonder what you are. Listen to the crowd. Shine upon the parking lot as I eat my girlfriend's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it's some bleeps here, Rob. Bro. Oh. Aaron, did you hear the word he just said? I yeah, I heard. So this, and so now people, you just said it because I beat to this. It. He was like people the biggest show in the world, right? He was wow. huge. He was huge. He was like I like. Hello. I like girls, but what I really like is their nipples. Oh, and everybody's like, yeah, there's fucking rules. I love this guy. So an interesting thing about the Dice Man, he became good <laughs> friends with Guns N' Roses. And probably like it's probably like five, six years ago, he he saw Slash. He was in Australia. And Slash was like singing, like playing the national anthem at like a football game or a rugby game or something. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like you're you sh- you're one of the greatest guitar players ever. You can't be playing national anthems at some random soccer game. And then he was like, I need to talk to Axel. So he he goes back to Vegas. He gets an opening act in front of Guns N' Roses because Axel was playing without the old band for a while. He talks to Axel afterwards. He's like, what are you doing, dude? You're playing in front of like 3,000 fans. You used to be one of the biggest bands in the world. Help start a communication between Axel and Slash and wow. Duff again. They end up reforming, and that's why they've been touring for the last few years, I think. Wow. The Dice Man. Guns and nice Roses, man. you're a hit. But when you're split up, you sound like shit. Ow! <laughs> Ow! 
I, I, now, can I just say this? It's so lucky that Andrew Dice Clay was like, I should do nursery rhymes. Because I feel like if he did other things, like it could have gone way worse. Like if he was like, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You got a fat Oh, you didn't use that word there, did you? No, right. no, Aaron did. Oh, I beeped no. it because Aaron said it again <laughs> oh, in the no. middle of my bit. I was looking up the last time we talked about the Dice Man was actually on the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon episode. <laughs> it also true. turns out Pink Floyd in 1994 played back-to-back -back shows at the Rose Bowl. Wow. Oh, man. Pink Floyd, I got something pink for you. Ow! My dice man is going downhill big time, guys. Oh! Two shows, two sold-out shows in a row. Like, like Taylor Swift does that now, Metallica does that now, but two sold-out shows, that's no joke, right? Wow. That would rule. Seeing Pink Floyd at the Rose Bowl. I didn't know this song was Pink Floyd. It sounds like you too. I'm going to turn right. it off before anybody listens too close. Maybe I picked the wrong song by accident. Last, last artist on the list to, <laughs> to sell out the Rose Bowl. One of our favorites here, we were talking about it earlier, it's Beyonce. Check out this song by Beyonce. 2016 Formation World Tour. Beyonce is the first female to headline the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. The first female? First female to headline the Rose Bowl. Are you serious? Yes. That's wow. wild. And first female is Beyonce. God, you'd make a lot of money in bar trivia on that, I'll tell you. Yeah, right? Years later, just this last year, also played at TCF Bank Stadium, home of the Golden Gophers, who played <laughs> at the Rose Bowl, too. Wait. Oh, I can't do both. It won't let me do both. Just picture. There you go, Barry from Burnsville. I got you. But the interesting thing... Well, some AI thing that we're, we're Beyonce singing the Gopher Rouser. But the last somehow. song on the list, you guys will notice, was the song Halo, which she closed with at... The Rose Bowl, which was the same song. It's not the same song, but the same title of Halo that we're listening to now by Depeche Mode. Russell. Wow. 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 That was another Incredible. Mm. Bringing it back. So Beyonce Russell. stole Halo, the, the concept of Halo from Depeche Mode. That's saying. what you're saying, Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like Incredible it. You don't Russell. say Beyonce. I've never seen Beyonce and Depeche Mode in the same room, now that I think about it. Hey, you know what would make that Rose Bowl better, Russell? Put some bananas in there. Put some ice cream on top. Boom. I think Banana so. split. Split it up. Okay. I would love to try one someday. I wish you would, Aaron. I'm your granny, and you moved away, and we'd never have a banana split now. <laughs> oh, God, was that this episode? Oh, granny hates you, Aaron. Oh, I should have said that out loud. I only think those things. Well, that's too weird. I'm editing that out. Waiting for the night. Oh, waiting for tonight. Oh, so that's not it. Uh. I, so, yeah, I, Rob, I, I'm, I actually am not going to shit on this album because you like it and I like that you like it and I like the vibes. I don't want to hear these guys sing anymore, though. I, I would love to hear these songs covered by someone. I just I can't get down with their voices. But that's just me. Well, have you heard of a guy named Johnny Cash? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> this, the working title for the song was Waiting for the Night to Fall, but then when they printed the album, the two words got cut off, so they're just like, nah, it's called Waiting for the Night yeah, now. It's fine. <laughs> it's just like, nobody cares. Aaron, you were mentioning the voices, how the voices are kind of strange or different. I was reading that uh, Beck did an interview a few years ago, and you don't need to pull up a song or anything here, Rob, but he they they asked him, they said, didn't you used to record your vocals to purposely make them out of tune a little bit? He said, that's true, but you have to understand when I was growing up, all these singers had unusual voices with a lot of personality. Mm -hmm. Neil Young, Tom Petty, David Byrne, The Cure, Devo Morrissey, 
and Depeche Mode. It goes on and on. So part of All Beck right. using kind of strange vocals, I think, comes from Depeche Mode. So when Listen it comes to, to okay. being inspired by Depeche Mode for vocals, who did it better? Beck did it better. Oh, Neil Young. <laughs> Do that again. That's your bit. Wow. I'm a big Neil Young fan, I'll tell you. Uh, listen, that song, uh, oh, Enjoy the Silence. Something that I've never said to anybody. I love this song, by the way. This is the second, this song rules. second single on the album. Yeah, right? Yeah, this song is, I, I would listen to this song any day. Russell, this is a lot like your order from Applebee's because it's about those tender moments, so chicken tender moments, when silence fills the void and your lover is in your arms and the world ceases to exist. At this point, if I have my arms around my wife in bed for approximately 30 seconds, it's the hottest place in, on earth. It is hotter than the center of the earth. We are generating heat like crazy and immediately have to go to our own corners of the bed to cool down. Like it's, I don't know what it is, but- Your own corners or your own ends? Head to toe? No, she demands I sleep head to toe. She's like, show me those feet. That's what turns me on. I'm like, oh, please. I'm not an animal. Okay. I wish I was. Uh, I, sorry, guys. I am, guys. When do you say that you wish you were an animal and you think that's funny? Uh, policy of truth. What? what you, you okay, Russell? I'm actually in a Depeche mood tonight because according to Blues and Vinyl, they're recommending a cocktail on the side B wow. of this album. They're wow. recommending a Depeche mood. Have you guys ever had a Depeche a mood Depeche? before? I've oh, never had a Depeche Russell, mood. Russell, listen, I'm telling you, what Depeche mood is one of my favorite drinks. I order it everywhere I go. And everybody's like, oh, you want a Depeche mood? They know they know what it is. Do you want, the, do you want that with uh, Coke or uh, ginger ale? What? I right, Just keep going, Russell. There's going to be some edits here. Let's so the <laughs> I'm reading in Booze and Vinyl, the band takes the same Depeche mode from a French fashion magazine. Ooh. Here we play off the French word for peach or pêche. To create a sparkling drink feature featuring peaches and French mint, which I do not have. What? But here's what goes into a Depeche mood. We have an ounce and a half of bourbon. There we Good go. start. One ounce of peach schnapps. Okay. I'll All take right. it. And four ounces of ginger beer. Delicious. It's so essentially... And that's it. And and a mint, but I didn't have the Well, we had mint that yeah, looked, so It's like, a, it's like a mule variation of a mule, right? With some peach nuts. Yeah, it was really good. And they recommend playing this at a masquerade party. Have you guys ever been to a masquerade party? Oh, Russell. Ooh, no. When am I not at a masquerade party? God, all the time. Mass on, mass off. Oh, we're at an orgy. Okay, I thought it was a masquerade party. I'm always getting my masquerade parties and my orgies confused. Okay. Socks on or off socks off? Socks, at the I have to party. look around. It must be like you have your eyes wide shut. You should open them. I, sh I should. And that's a movie I've seen for sure. Because I'm a good movie guy and I don't just watch Robocop. Rob, Murphy. we should all get masquerade masks for Vegas this year. Just wear oh, those around. Oh my God. Wear them at the King's Corner. Yes. Oh my God. That would be so good. Okay. Then my kids wouldn't know who I'm kissing in the pictures that come up on my photo frame. Why is daddy kissing somebody who's not my mom? Because <laughs> I'm at King's Corner Do you see the band? It's the same fucking band every year You know I'm going to kiss weird women Of course When Magic Mike shows up You and I can talk to him And Russell won't be freaked out Because he won't know that it's Magic Mike right. He'll never know Yeah Hey I brought you this I brought you this box Open it See what's inside of it What's in the box? What's in the box? What's, what's, in, the box? Mike, what's in the box? What's in the box? Next up 
I forgot we're doing a podcast for a second. I was just chatting with you guys. Uh, listen, Policy of Truth, it's the only song to do better in the U.S. than it did in the U.K. Now, I know you guys love it when I tell you what the lyrics mean, so here we go. Once you've confessed to a wrongdoing, you can't take it back, and you have to suffer the consequences. And my question is this. Why don't we get in as much trouble as adults as we did as kids? I remember getting in trouble all the time as a kid. I can't tell you the last time I've been in trouble as an adult. Like where I've done something wrong and tried to cover it up. I, what, why is that? Are we just, do we just admit when we're wrong? We're like, yeah, I screwed up. What are you going to do about it? Isn't that what you do as a kid? You push the limits and try different things and do dumb shit. And For that big silence there, I'm going to put in a couple of beeps so people think Aaron was going crazy here that time. <laughs> okay. In fact, anytime you do this podcast, so there's a little lull and it could be anybody's fault. We're all trying to find the guy who's bringing up random stuff late at night. Uh, I'm going to put in a beep. Blue Dress. This is a song that the creator of the song called Pervy. And he said it's about watching a girl dress and realizing that's what makes the world go round. And I got to say, I've never felt closer to an artist in my life. I totally get it. I still see my wife undress and I'll like put down my book and be like, hmm, what's going on over there? Oh, yeah. It's one of the greatest parts of living with your wife. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to just yeah. hang out while you get dressed or not. Matt's like, sometimes my wife will let me come up from the basement. <laughs> say, yeah. She's got her bedroom. I got mine. Oh, don't make me jealous. Don't even tease about that, Matt. You know how bad I want that? God, I want that so bad. Russell, you enjoy naked, looking at naked ladies or what? I'm just wondering tonight, I've kind of had a cold the last few days. Is mm-hmm. it fair for me to expect the upstairs roommate to go use that extra bed or do I have to go use the extra oh. bed? <laughs> I, I oh. like, yes, at least I, you're smiling when you ask that question, Russell. Because at least, you know, at least you get. I talked to Suzanne and the one thing she said to me, she goes, when you told Russell to tell her to go to the spare bedroom, that was really good. I was like, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So she does listen. Suzanne does she listen. She listened to the, some parts. She's, she said she listens for five minutes at a time while she's that, that's a, that's We know those people. That's a fake listen so they can just talk to you enough about it rob so they make you think they listen that's a suzanne is a fake listener i well it, she's never going to listen this far deep in the podcast so we can say whatever we want about her aaron what do you think of her i think she was a oh my god aaron i can't believe you said that about her <laughs> rob you're that's gonna have to out. You gotta I, can, that out i can't words. believe that you would say have said that oh and i wish i wish in all of her in her what aaron what is going on over there i cannot believe this <laughs> I cannot believe you still talk. All right. Clean. I wish her bleep and all of her bleep. <laughs> this song was inspired by Pink Floyd. They loved what he was doing with his bass and they wanted to copy it. Yeah, this is another one. I like the, I like the bass. I like the vibe. Once he starts singing, I I, I just want the album to be over. <laughs> you, you nailed that. You nailed the post on that, Aaron. To criticize his singing and then... Because he always does sound like somebody was telling him, hey, you know that part where you change notes? Don't do that. Just do the one note. Just do the drone. He's like, oh, okay. This album, hard to make love to. I'm just going to say that right now. Oh, Aaron, why would you say that? It's so dirty. Let's get into the rating system. And now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. 
the patented and very popular, very popular, better rating system. Oh, oh yeah. Listen, we are talking about Depeche Mode. Okay, they are all the way up to 167 on the list. Is this where they belong? We don't care about the album. We couldn't care less. Is this the best at 167? 167. Okay, so what's... Doesn't matter why a switch shows up. Let's just keep going. 167. Does this belong there? Is this a rolling well tone? A rolling groan? Or did it get rolling boned? It should have been higher up on the list. Why haven't we heard Depeche Mode yet? It's huge. Okay, lots of people love him, including my cousin Emerson, former guest on the show. I distinctly remember him liking Depeche Mode. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? And don't say it anymore, Aaron, please. I don't understand the placement of this album. We've talked about other things that we want to hear instead, like Willie Nelson, like Green Day, Matt wants to hear Wildflowers. I'm upset. You know what I'm upset about lately? We've not heard a single album with a guest spot from Ludacris on it yet. Is that coming at all? So until Ludacris. we hear any of those things, it's all rolling grown to me. This one's a rolling grown. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? You know, when I figured out what year this album came out, 19... 19- effing 90 mm-hmm. this album came out like i swear this was from like 1978 yeah. or 1981 or something like that you know that's what made it a rolling groan for me I'm, I'm looking at what am i looking at here uh synth pop this is label as synth pop and wikipedia says declining popularity 1986 to 2000 <laughs> so wikipedia has declining synth pop in 1986 and this thing came out in 19 and that's what i feel about this thing i mean like there's a couple great songs on here right but yeah. they should have been 17 years before this came out. So the fact that this came out in 1990, absolutely a rolling groan Listen. to me. And uh, it should be way lower on the list. I know how synth pop feels after looking through our voicemails. I'm like, oh, <laughs> declining popularity. Uh, <laughs> Russell, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan? Violator. I did enjoy the silence. But computer music just isn't really my jam. This brings me back to being in college. And there was this dude in the one college in the end corner room. And he kind of was always playing computer music, as I would call it. And I remember like he would play this and I'm like, it's interesting. It's cool that he does it. I'm glad he has fun with it. But he's not a musician like Aaron was. And to me, this kind of like I hear this and it just I just don't get the same vibe from it that I get from a lot of the other stuff we listen to. Some of it's fun to listen to. It's good mood music, but it's kind of a little dark for me. So I'm just going to say it's rolling grown too high on the list for me. Guys, this, unfortunately, you're incorrect. Okay. I definitely listened to you and could repeat what you said. Uh, This album gets a rolling (laughs) own. Personal Jesus. (laughs) Guys, at at this point, I'd like to take my own personal penis. Reach out and touch me. I mean, you're free to do that. I think we've discussed. It's all been a big beep, Aaron, what you just said. This is the only joke <laughs> I've had that's been funny tonight, so I'm going to keep going it. Next up, okay, we have a band. Oh, I try to not be dirty, guys. I promise I do sometimes. Next up, we have a band named for a vibrator. No, it's not the electric toothbrush with Matt's face taped to it. It's Steely Dan with Can't oh, Buy a Thrill. <laughs> <laughs> that's my wife's hall pass. Dorm rooms all over in old college. Your wife has a electric toothbrush with Matt's face taped on it. You might be a podcast host. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. 
Beck did it better. What I'd like to do now oh, is have all of you cigarette-smoking Eastern European FIBA <laughs> basketball fans keep the noise down while I take my robe off and tell you all how the NBA's zone defense is legal, but the player may not stay in the lane for longer than three seconds. But in FIBA rules, a zone defense is completely legal. And if you know that, Rob may have overdosed you on edibles and riblets. I made that one big beep because I thought that was funnier. I want attention. You were doing so well there, I thought you might get some attention. If I don't get a text from upstairs on that one, I don't know what we're <laughs> Guys, that was a lot of fun. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to go check something real quick. Somebody at the door? Hello? Two doorbells or one? Oh, oh. Hey, thank you. Oh, here. Okay, so let's see. I got a double order of riblets. Yes. And a banana split. Oh, yes. <laughs> melt or no? I'll be right there. I can't I'm believe getting, it. I'm getting on a flight. I'll be there in the morning, Rob. I'll in Depeche Mode. <laughs> Depeche Mode, the greatest joke. Oh. <laughs>